0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Williams, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dante. What's up, everybody? What's up, Jordan? This this was supposed to be a good day. (laughs) It's not a good day. Uh, today's my today's my founders' day. Like for the you know, behind the curtain, I'm a member of a uh, Five Hitter Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Uh a historically Happy day. like It's a a historically black fraternity and today's the Founders Day. So today was supposed to be a good day, but me being an idiot, I also decided to be a fan of an NFL team, which is just the worst decision you can ever make in your life. Because being a fan of NFL teams is terrible. It depends um, on their team, honestly. Huh? It only no, no. just, it doesn't? You sure? Nah. No. Being an NFL fan is mind numbing. Because every team loses that game that it's like, how the hell did you lose that? Nah, like, you're right. Like, the Chiefs may win a Super Bowl. And being a Chief fan this season was miserable. Like the first seven weeks of the year was absolute trash. Like there's not one. Like what are you? You're happy to be a Saints (laughs) fan right now? Like (laughs) you can't be happy to be a Browns fan. You can't be happy to be a Steelers fan. Like if you're happy now to be a Ravens
1: fan, really, because every so many injuries.
0: Yep. If you if you're happy now to be a Bengals fan, it's because you paid for ten years of misery. If you're happy to be a Chargers fan, you paid for a million years of misery. Um, nobody's a Chargers fan. I don't know why I even said that. Uh wow. they have no fans. Wow. They have no fans. I think they, think they, have, they have
1: like the have third no. biggest fan base in the country.
0: They travel they the, very well. Not the Chargers. I know, I do they know, know they, they travel well. No, they don't. The Chargers have no fans. Literally, their games are empty when they're in LA. Are you thinking of the Rams? No, this, I was thinking of the Chargers. Team? The San Diego Chargers has no fan base. God. they're I mean, bar- they were barely popular in San Diego, and then they moved from the only place that sort of liked them to a place that doesn't care about them at all. Yeah, because no you got them. the Lakers, you got the Lakers
1: Clippers, um, the 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 uh, the the Kings for uh, hockey, which have no fans. The
0: Dodgers. Oh, oh yeah, the Dodgers and, and the Angels, and the Rams. No one cares about the Chargers. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, who else? Like, there, there's, you can't be a happy to be a Cardinals fan right now. And yeah, if you yeah. are, again, you paid you paid for it with multiple years of trash. You had to live through Josh Rosen for a season. It uh, was even man, they started off good, and now it's just kind of tapered off. Exactly, so it does not matter to the franchise being in. Are you a Bucks fan? Look at look at what AB just did, and all of your wide receivers are injured. Like Chris, God, Chris Godwin's injured. I am pretty sure Mike uh, Mike Evans has been injured all season. Like you are not ha- there. Is there is no NFL fan who has been happy for an entire season, and then they added a seventeenth game, just another week of misery. If the season was only sixteen games, we would be in the playoffs. But it's seventeen, and now we're gonna miss. So, yeah, being an NFL fan is miserable. Are Are, are you going to kick it right now? Um, they are punching the wall. I told you. At least he didn't throw an interception. He didn't. All right. Know. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. Overtime. Don't... This game doesn't oh, need overtime. Oh, oh, we can get into the playoffs if y'all tie. So, shout out to. Everybody's sucking. I'm rooting for a tie. Literally the worst thing in sports, a tie. Let's let's go. <laughs> Cause yeah, that's I the we see the
1: disgust playoffs. on my face. <laughs> we already that's got a, one. Like we already got a tie. I really don't need a second tie. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, really, that that's ugly. That's ugly.
0: The playoffs, a team tying. Oh God. Okay, let's. Let's get into this episode. Um, today, for the first time ever, uh, thank you, loyal listeners, we're going to have a short podcast, largely because there's not a whole lot to talk about Um and we're going to this is kind of like an in between podcast. Next week we're going to start our tiers series again. So we'll have four we'll have a couple weeks of content with that where we're going to review the season and place teams in tiers and kind of look at how what tier we placed them in in the beginning. Um and just kind of do like a comparison. So like we had this team in this tier. If you if okay. So if you didn't listen, I guess I should explain this. If you didn't listen from the very start of this, we ranked the teams in four tiers. Um, we ranked them in um, what were the actual name of the tier? Let's find out. So oh, we ranked them. <laughs> we ranked them as non bowl, bowl eligible, ranked teams and then Big Ten Championship Contenders. So those were the four tiers. We may have to change the names a little bit, um, but we're probably going to do four or five tiers ranking the Big Ten again. Uh, and we're going to look to see how we did You know, a, a season and review kind of thing. So for the next uh, couple of weeks, we will have a lot of interesting. I, th- I think all of our e- episodes are interesting, but we'll definitely have a lot of interesting uh, stuff. But this week in particular, There's not a a lot of interesting stuff. Not a lot of stuff has happened um, for a lot of teams. People are kind of in that period where they're, like, you know, trying to figure out if they want to make changes. They're interviewing coaches. If your head coach has any pool in the NFL, you're waiting for the NFL to end so you can um, get an NFL coordinator or guy, whatever. So this has kind of just, you know, been a week. Uh, Everyone's waiting for the national championship, which is a lie. No one's waiting for the national championship. Does this feel like... like, Um, I um, I don't don't know about... You don't count. You don't count. I don't count. The people listening to this maybe don't even count. Actually, no, they probably... Some of them, yeah, whatever. Some people just like football, you know? Yes. We like football, so we're going to watch any game. But a lot of people are not. And that's what I wanted to ask. Do you feel like this is the... I don't want to say least exciting for us, but just like the least is exciting the right word. It's
1: not know, just quite exciting.
0: The least think, exciting national championship in a while. I just feel like there's no buzz about it. There is no buzz,
1: but I think because I think it was kind of the most predicted, predictable outcome. I think even people really like even with Ohio State being it, I think people saw Georgia, Alabama being the national championship game. So for that to even come to fruition, kind of makes it a little boring.
0: I don't think that's what people saw because a bunch of people crapped on anyone who said Georgia was going to get there, and we don't typically see too many SEC teams like two teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, wait, are you talking well, about like, like, no, the playoffs, not, you know, told, not to start
1: the year, but like, as the year was going on, a lot of people kind of saw. Oh that. yeah. Because like once we realized how good Georgia was on defense and stuff like that, I think that's where that narrative became um, more apparent. This game going in the overtime. Stinky. What a stinker. But um, uh yeah, I think is, I think that's probably why. Um but now from my experience, I don't see too many people um talk about the national championship game uh that often regardless. Like last year, year before, and I didn't see that much buzz for those games either.
0: There was definitely a lot more. I mean, I just I'm like, what like is that really saying, though? That this one has no buzz. Okay, so there's buzz. That means some buzz
1: compared to none. I, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. I'm going to watch it regardless. I'm okay. going to enjoy it regardless. And I, I personally think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, I mean, maybe it won't be. I, I think I already picked. Did we do picks for this? I think I we know. did that last week. Yeah, I think I probably picked Alabama to win, but I'm really hoping that Georgia does. Um, it's I'm really hoping... right no, it's not. I picked Georgia from day one. Oh, yes. Yeah, I picked them from day one. So I'm really hoping they pull through. Um, but if not, you know, whatever. So, um, in this episode, we are going to uh, we're going to preview the national championship just because we feel like it and we can. Uh, it's not a Big Ten game, but it is a football game, and it's the last college football game of the season. So I feel like we should do that. And then we're just going to talk about some news, which again is why this podcast is going to be a little bit short. Um, we're going to talk about some some news: uh, Jim Harbaugh trending towards the NFL. See how Dante feels about that. Uh, some. Some news for a couple of Big Ten teams. We've had some coaches fired. We've had some quarterbacks transferring to the conference. Uh, and then we'll get into our pit stop. So we, we shouldn't be here too long. Uh, we'll we'll get down to what's important. So national championship preview. I already know who you think is going to win, which is fine. But let's talk about the actual game. First question, the most important question.
1: Okay.
0: Is this game any different than the first time they played a couple of weeks ago?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, now um, <clears throat> now it's uh, Georgia has the chip on their shoulder, per se, because um, going into the SEC championship game, Georgia was a favorite. And now that Georgia got trampled in that game, uh, they're the underdog, so they have a little more to prove, so it's a little different. I still think Alabama's going to slow the game down and win this game because that's just what Nick Saban does. But it is a different game. It's a more high game for Georgia. I give them
0: that. Yeah, I think I think I agree with that. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be fun. I, I think that. So there. Um, I promise you, this is going to be a low-scoring game. You think so?
1: Oh yeah, this is going to be a it's going to be boring compared to people who love to see offense. It's this is going to be a crazy defensive game that ends uh 17 to 16. I, some like weird score like that. Yeah, like it's going to be a low low scoring game.
0: That honestly wouldn't surprise me, but I feel like every time I say that's going to be a low low scoring game, it's never a low scoring game. Mm-hmm. Um so I just feel like that happens every trip. But, um, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. There's a lot of narratives going around. Um, Basically, people are saying that, like, which doesn't make sense because it was an SEC championship game, Mm -hmm. but there are narratives going around that, like – Georgia knew that regardless of what's happening, they were going into the playoffs. And so it was hard to get up for that game, which um, it doesn't make sense. Like, how is it hard to get up to win the SEC? How is Not it hard to man, get up man, to beat now up Alabama? Yeah, that,
1: that Georgia team, I mean still seniors, have, I think have probably seen Alabama twice and haven't won that game. Like, yeah, one dude said hey, uh, there there is a uh, the, – they interviewed one guy on Georgia. He had seen Alabama three times and hasn't won that game. So,
0: I, I – I, I, Like, that's the thing that blows me. Like, what are, you, what are you saying?
1: That just doesn't make sense to me. Like, he really didn't love yeah, that yeah. – Because then, then it's like, well, if that is the truth, Alabama's going to be prepared again for this game. So, like, what if you come out a little sluggish? The game's over.
0: You know, that's a good point, which is why I think that narrative is stupid. I don't know. I don't know that, you know, I'm not a fan of Georgia necessarily. So I don't know who's saying that or if it's, you know, people uh, making excuses or whatnot. There's just a, you know, a lot of different things that people are saying. People are saying that, like, I don't know, like, Georgia, people are saying that, like, Alabama is not that much better than Georgia. They just had a bad game, which is kind of believable. I can
1: can agree with that narrative.
0: I, I don't think Michigan is better than Ohio state, but they bullied them. Like, so Ohio state had a bad game and Michigan didn't. I don't think, I don't like, I don't know. Like, I don't think Michigan State is that much better than Michigan, and they won that game. Like, you know, people lose all the time. Yeah. Wisconsin and lost games. Penn State lost games to people that weren't better than them. I mean, Penn State lost to freaking Indiana or True. Illinois. And and so it's like, you know, that happens. I could kind of believe that. That doesn't mean it's going to change anything, but it is believable that, you know, maybe they did just have a bad game, and maybe they'll be more prepared for this game potentially. Yeah, I mean, Nick Saban is is very much used to being here, and somehow he's not tired of winning. So, nah, you never get really tired of that. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't get tired of winning. I've never won that much anywhere. My high school football team sucked. Kent State <sighs> sucked when I was there. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to get tired of winning.
1: <laughs> um, uh my high school team also stunk. So
0: yeah, but, but I mean, as an Ohio State fan, I don't get tired of them winning. So exactly. I, I so yeah, they're, they're,
1: so you understand
0: that Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, what interests you the most about this game? I have some things that I find interesting. I think, but like when you're talking about this game and being excited and previewing it, what interests you the most?
1: Um. I forgot how many this would be for Nick Saban.
0: I think this is seven.
1: Maybe seven or eight, and that's what's
0: exciting. Yeah, but that's that's Nick Saban. That's not the actual game.
1: Oh, oh, I, I, I'm actually excited. just Because, again, I think this is going to be a defensive game, so I'm excited to see a defensive football game. And I know people want to be really, really – Like, remember – what was it LSU versus Alabama, and I don't think no one scored more than thirteen.
0: That was and like was, two thousand seven, wasn't it? No, no, no. It wasn't that long
1: ago. That, it was like it was like maybe three or four years ago, and everybody said how bad of a game it was. Nah, man, it, it was it was just really really good on defense, and I think that's what nah, this no. Was.
0: That was like two thousand seven. Nah, ain't anyway. yes, no way. Yes, was. No way, because I yes, do not remember was. that far back.
1: <laughs> my brain, yes, my brain it was. would allow me yeah. to remember
0: that far back. I, yes, it was, it was not a few years ago. Because here, the LSU hasn't been, LSU's only been to the playoffs the year that they no, won. No, 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 it wasn't and a playoff game. game.
1: It wasn't a playoff game. It was just a regular game.
0: Oh, why would yeah, I remember yeah.
1: that? <laughs> uh, I, well, because Alabama, I had, I think, had one of the best offices, offices in the country, and so the LSU at the time. And uh, and it ended up being like a really really low scoring game. So I think it's going to be something like that. Wow, I don't even know what this score is. I, this thing just started freezing.
0: I thought but, you were talking about the playoff oh, like, no, or like a no. national championship game. I'm not an Alabama fan, so like I don't. I, I'm not going to remember. An obscure Alabama game from three years ago, or something.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, I, I can't even think of a game that you might you might know. But it'd be something like that. It's going to be really, really. Um, I, I'm just excited to see a defensive game. Um, I and I, I say that and watch everybody's going to put up forty points and piss me off.
0: I don't I I don't think it's going to be as low scoring as you think but I do mm-hmm. think it's going to be more defensive. I have it more like nobody scores more than 30 but like it's it has like more like a 24 21 something like 27, 21, something like that. I think there is a couple of touchdowns put on the board. Yeah. I think there's maybe some turnovers, and there's a long stretch of time where like oh, wow. people don't score. But I just don't see this being like a 10-13 uh, kind, of, kind of battle, which honestly, with today's offenses and stuff, like both of these teams only scoring 20 points is a defensive. Yeah, game. and,
1: uh, and, and I, 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 I do say this. I think if Georgia wins, it'll be a blowout. Alabama likes to do that sometimes, where they they they'll lose a game and look nothing like themselves and just get dismantled.
0: Yeah, and that's why often, but I can
1: see it happening on Monday.
0: Yeah, and that's why I think the game is very interesting because I do, like I just said, you know, earlier, I do think Georgia Mm -hmm. just had a bad game, and if the Georgia team that shows up, if the Georgia team that played Michigan shows up to this game, Alabama's going to struggle because at the end of the day. Alabama is still not great offensively. Like, a lot of people who are Alabama fans are, like, using this as a way to, like, be dumb. And they're like, oh, this is Nick Saban's quote-unquote worst team in years. And it's like two things can be true. This can be his worst team in years, and they still win a national championship. Okay. If you ask Nick Saban if this is a good team, he's going to tell you no. <laughs> like it's good. It's not good by their standards. It's good by. It's their good audience. enough for this year. Yeah, but honestly, yeah. if people weren't definitely afraid of Nick Saban, they could have had two or three losses. It's just people lose their mind and don't know how to coach. They, like, they could have had Ohio State season, but people lose their mind and don't know how to coach. They did lose a game, which just doesn't happen. Uh, Georgia didn't show up, so this isn't a spectacular team and they're down their second best wide receiver in John Mechie and Jamison Williams got injured. He's going to play, but he was dealing with the shoulder thing and stuff in the last game. So if the Georgia team that played Michigan shows up or the Georgia team that played the majority of the season until they played Bama shows up, I think Bama could struggle on offense. And I think it could be a really good game, but it's just like, it's hard to say that when you've already seen them play. Yeah. And it's just like, maybe they just can't do it. <laughs> like, I, like it, maybe they it, just not have it. it, it, it who's, who's the coach at Georgia? Uh, Kirby Smart. Yeah, Kirby Smart. He's like 0-6
1: or something like that against <laughs> Alabama.
0: Yeah, like Nick Saban has only lost once. And, and they're going to talk about this forever. It's going to be very annoying. But it is true. Nick Saban has only lost once against people who used to coach for him. Yeah. And that loss happened this year against Texas a Yep. So, and it's like every year that Georgia was supposed to be Alabama, they don't. And it's hard. It's just like I, I know this was the year, um, you know, that a lot of teams won the game that they never win. We yeah. talked about it last week. And so maybe this is the year. That Georgia does it which would make this entire season crazy like Georgia finally beats Alabama Nick Saban loses twice to his assistants Michigan beats Ohio State list off all of the other rivalry games that we already talked about last week that flipped all the ones with 5 8 10 12 15 years Minnesota beating Wisconsin Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma go on so on and so forth and to end that with Georgia beating Bama for a championship yeah. this would be the literally the most nuts season of all time it, um, it, it, had the, it has the potential and I, it wouldn't surprise me if they if
1: Georgia wins this, this game I am going out for heaven but it wouldn't surprise me
0: yeah Sam it wouldn't surprise me but I'm not expecting it I'm, I'm hoping for it though it's just really hard to pick against Nick Saban in Alabama just you know that's just that's typically just not smart. Yeah, if I was it's, a, it's, it's not the best bet. Yeah, if I was a betting man, I would not put money on this game. I put it's money not, on the score, like the the under maybe, like yeah. a scoring game. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I would not. I wouldn't touch this with a ten foot pole. <laughs> I'm I probably shouldn't. You know,
1: looking at it, since since I uh had a a lower record than you in picking games, so I probably shouldn't put yeah. money on it.
0: But it was still a winning record. I mean, yeah, winning, so you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, just let's we can wrap this up because you know people aren't here for the SEC and some of these, some of the people listening probably hate the SEC, which is fair as a Big Ten fan. But final final thoughts on the game: we both agree it's going to be a good game. We Both agree it's going to be relatively low scoring, although different types of low. You think a little yeah. bit lower than me. Um, there's a lot of storylines here. Um, ultimately, the game comes down to who wants it more, whose defense is better. Um, as a, as a defensive guy, I'm very excited to see, you know, like N'Kobe Dean and Will Anderson, the linebackers for Alabama yeah. and Georgia. Um, and I, I think the most important question, the one thing that we didn't talk about, we all know that Bryce Young is a good quarterback. The most important question is, can Stetson Bennett get it done? And I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I'm not sure that anyone knows the answer to it until we see it. But, you know, Stetson Bennett is Georgia's Cade McNamara, and he played the game of his life against Michigan. But can he do that against Bama? I, I don't think
1: to see.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone knows. So we'll see what happens. I hope everyone does plan to watch it. I definitely plan to watch it, uh, and I think it should be a good game. So let's uh let's transition to our next topic which is going to be very interesting i don't know i I don't know where you fall on this so you've obviously because you don't live under a rock have seen the rumors that jim harbaugh is potentially going to the nfl i don't remember have we talked about this on the show yet That, that that this rumor or that it could possibly happen Okay, so we mentioned it, right? But like, it wasn't this rumor. It wasn't like when it was like yeah. really happening. Yeah, no, we
1: like like we've mentioned that he was a good NFL coach. I don't think we ever talked about him going back though, because I didn't even think that that would ever be a storyline. At least not for another year or two, especially after this oh, really? season. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I didn't on. expect that to happen
0: at all. So yeah, we've never talked about this because mm. I felt like he was going to the league forever. Oh, like, yeah. first of all, like I from the day he got hired, and this is this is me being honest, I felt like Michigan was a pit stop for him.
1: Okay,
0: because the NFL job is significantly better than college football. I do no, You're like not wrong. You're not wrong. We talked about the NFL job being better last week. So, um I just feel like as a coach who was actually good in the NFL, I feel like he would not have wanted to stay. I did not think he was going to stay for seven years like he stayed significantly longer than I thought he was going to right. Yeah, yeah. um, but now it's like you know you have a chance to to go back and his name has never been hotter. So I've been tweeting it and I've been thinking it for a little bit even before this rumor came out like if he's gonna jump to the NFL he's gonna do it now because people want him. Yeah. I thought he might go last year, but nobody wanted him. He didn't have a good job. Like, he didn't do a good job. And, you know, just the uh, the COVID year and stuff, there wasn't too many crazy hires in the NFL last year. Um, I think a lot saw, of people... Yeah, it was there. only one, Urban.
1: Yeah. There oh, no, Wait, wait, wait. The Giants coach, that wasn't this, no. this year. That was last year when no. they hired him. Because he's still... This is second year, right? Second or third year. Okay, okay, because yeah. I was about to say, I know he's fairly new there. Yeah. And that was a weird hire, because no one ever heard of him before.
0: Yeah, he got hired because he knew Belichick, basically. Oh, yep, yep, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he was the Patriots special team coordinator.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I could have told yeah, I remember hearing he was like the ball boy or something.
0: Yeah, he was a special teams coordinator. He may have been a ball boy at some point, but yeah. that was the job when he got hired with special teams coordinator. Okay. So, yeah. So for me, this makes all the sense in the world. Where um, would you think he would go? a team? So, well, I-, I think he goes to the Raiders largely because he's really good friends with, um, the owner, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of scary because like, I don't know. That's the same guy that hired, uh, John Gruden, and and that's who you're friends with. Uh, do you got some emails we don't know about? But um, <laughs> I, know, I, I I think <laughs> all coaches do. I,
1: I, I'm telling you, go look at <laughs> <on> Urban's.
0: <so. laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Urban, I do not want to see Urban's. <laughs> and I say that because I know they're there. I, do, I don't want to see them. They're easily um, there. Yeah, they're definitely there. Um but, yeah, so I think he goes to the Raiders because okay. he's friends. I think he either worked for that organization. That was his first job. He He's he's connected to the Raiders in a couple of different ways. Okay. And it's Vegas, like, that's just a really good job. But also, even if he doesn't go to the Raiders, the two other jobs, one of which he's not being interviewed for, I'm just saying in general, like I haven't seen no reports that he's being interviewed, he can go to the Bears and have rookie Justin Fields. Who will instantly be the most talented quarterback he's ever had? May not have the best career, but look at what John, look at what he did with Colin Kaepernick. And yeah. Justin Fields is Colin Kaepernick who can actually throw. Man, you're not so wrong. That could be, be exciting. For him. And I'm- this is the one he's not being interviewed for, but that I've seen at least. But he could also go to Jacksonville and start with Trevor Lawrence. And Ugh. the first pick in the draft. It doesn't matter how you feel Are about it. Just like the, still... Jets. the Jets don't have that pick? No, they just secured it somehow. I just saw a report that the, the Jags secured the first pick. I think. But they got three wins. I swear the Jets only got like two. Uh, did I see the wrong thing? Did it say the Jets secured it? Either way, they have the first or second pick. Yeah, like, I swear the Jets I only got like one or two wins. I could have swore I just seen something that said the Jags secured the first pick that, that's read it weird that'd be
1: really weird
0: wow I could have read it wrong either way they have the first or second pick and they don't need a quarterback so true that's a great pick to have
1: yeah especially so, in this uh, drive there aren't many quarterbacks yeah. Yeah, Chicago I would
0: like Chicago he he, he seemed like the right kind of coach to be in Chicago I mean, he seems like the right kind of coach to be in Vegas, too. Yeah, I mean, personally, they shouldn't be in I, Vegas, but if, if, if they yeah. were in Vegas, yeah. then yes, personally,
1: the fact that it, that city.
0: Yeah, personally, I would take the Chicago job because Justin Fields is younger. He's on that contract. You can get rid of their contract. It's more closer to a rebuild, and you can kind of start over. They don't have a first-round pick this year, but, like, you know, there's some, some things that you can do, and that's going to be a job that people just want to – play for like people are gonna like are gonna you know so i would take that job over because with the raiders you have to determine do you want to keep whatever his name is Derek carr do you need yeah. to trade him do you need cap space who do you cut this that and the third and the quarterback's already not there and it's going to be hard to get a quarterback because you don't have that high pick um so i i would you know choose the bears job but either of those jobs is intriguing and again like we talked about last week that i think we talked about it last week um or maybe it was on a different podcast. I don't know, but um, the NFL is a much, much better job than coaching oh, yeah. in college. That was us. Yeah, that because was us. yeah, because you don't have to text eight 16 year olds. You don't have to recruit. You get a vacation. You get time off. All of your players are adults. They're all mm-hmm. paid. Like, um, it's just a total. Like you don't have to worry about class. Like you don't. Like you don't have to worry about grades. Um, like you just, a lot of stuff you don't have to worry about. So, well, there think, are, but there are off the field stuff that you are going to worry about. Yeah, but like, well,
1: in, in college,
0: yeah, but like in college off the field stuff affects the head coach and the NFL, it really doesn't cause they're mm-hmm. adults. Like you may lose a player, but like, 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 um, I'm losing his name now, but the Buccaneers. Had, uh, Bruce Arians isn't going to get in trouble because of what AB did. They just yeah. cut him, and his job is safe. Like uh, in college, yeah. you could be a casualty for something that your players do because you're expected to have better control of your players and the program and that kind of stuff. You don't have to worry about NIL. Like there's just it's it's honestly just a much better job as a whole. Um, obviously, some people prefer one more than the other. There are cons to it. Um, and we haven't mentioned any of the cons, but there are cons to, you know, working in college, working in the pros. But um, he's one of the few guys who has been successful in both. And I could see him wanting to go back. Yeah. Um, you Maybe I <laughs> you, maybe I convinced you. I don't know. But beforehand, you didn't think it was happening. So what you know, is your perspective on well, it? I, well, I can see it. You're
1: you making a lot of good sense. This probably would be the best time for him to do it since he's probably one of the hottest names for coaching out there, uh, college or uh, at least for the pros, because if he's going to still coach in college, just stay where you are. Uh, What if he goes to Jacksonville and, like, finishing the season is doing a better job than Urban Meyer did? (laughs) So, like, what if he does that? Like, what if he goes to Jacksonville and does a better job?
0: And I think he will I mean as much As weird as he is In like certain things Like that He is a good coach Yeah
1: He's he's had had his struggles
0: Now Yeah he's had his struggles But he is definitely A good coach Um And supposedly he's a quarterback whisperer, but he's never been able to get his guy in Michigan. So, like, for him to go to the Jags Jags or the Bears where they already have a guy, like, I mean, that's got to be Yeah, I think Chicago Chicago is probably the best, at least the best fit. It's not the best
1: um, option. I do think that's Jacksonville because of that pick. But uh, I oh, think yeah. Chicago, Chicago, will probably be the best option because, he, like you said, with uh, uh, I, his, I just drew
0: a blank on his name. Jim Harbaugh, Justin Fields. No, uh, yeah, Justin Fields.
1: But the dude you compared him to, we're going to the playoffs. <laughs> oh, um, Colin uh, Kaepernick. Colin, yeah, Colin Kaepernick. So yeah, that, it, yeah, it would probably be the best fit because he like Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I don't think the uh, the front office in San Fran did, but he definitely did. So,
0: yeah, and I mean the front office in San Fran also fired him. Yeah, and kept Trent Baalke, who is yeah. currently, I, I believe he's currently ruining the Jaguars. So that was not smart. <laughs> and he could get a little <laughs> payback. He could little, he could get a little payback if Trent Baalke gets fired. Um, but maybe he's not going to get fired, which is probably why Jim Harbaugh is not being interviewed there because they've worked together before and didn't like each other. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, I just think it's interesting. Um, Michigan fans are going to be livid. Yeah, um, who do you get? Who do you Because
1: like all the good names in college coaching are, I got a job now and all of a
0: sudden his name's coming up for about leaving. Like, I'd be, yeah. I'd be furious. Yep. And that's not even, um, and that's not even like, it's not even a great job right now, because they're losing everyone. They even lost some underclassmen that they didn't think they were going to lose. Yeah. They lost the defensive mm-hmm. line coach mm-hmm. to USC. Then you lose your head coach. Like, uh, I, I, yeah, no, I, no, mean, I there's shoot. some. I don't want to offend no Michigan fans, which I know we don't care about, but like, I understand that there's talent on the roster. There's always talent. Yeah. You have Donovan Edwards, you have, um, you have um, JJ McCarthy, like you have Andreo Anthony, um, the wide receiver. There's some talent on, on defense and stuff like that, but you're losing a lot of people. And you lost a really good coach and then if you lose your head coach. Like, and it's January, so someone's gonna have to someone's gonna have to take that job. Yeah, for the late start. The yeah. lose recruits because of it. I mean, that's gonna that's really gonna set them back at least a year or two if he leaves. I, I would
1: be I I because i would be very confused as a uh, at what the. Um, sports director is doing like how'd you how'd you let this happen so quickly like one of our best years and now all of a sudden everything just blew up like I
0: i don't know if this is true but supposedly reports are one of the reasons he's considering leaving is because michigan doesn't want to play ball with nil and uh like the transfer portal or something like that because you know michigan is an academic institution Oh god. And okay. They they are. Really they all good say academics. that, man. And Michigan is one of the best. I'm not gonna lie to you. It is a really good one. But like, shut up. Like, <laughs> football is what makes the money. But like, Michigan. And, and it's not. That. And
1: not even. It's not even that at this point. Like, it's like let these kids. Like, I get your academic school, but you know these kids who come there to play football are not coming there for academics. Like, let's like, just stop this fake narrative already. No And why is it? Why is yeah. it one or the other? Why yeah, can't you do both. Why, why can't I get my education and get paid? And everybody else does. Like, <laughs>
0: like and I, I mean, and I understand that Michigan is a better school academically than Ohio State, but Ohio State is a very good academic school, and you don't ever see Ohio State saying, "Hmm, let's not uh, invest in football because of our academics." They just do both.
1: Yeah, well, well, they've definitely, they've definitely came out and said that they were, uh, they weren't a football school. I remember that. That was like, right well,
0: is a football school, but the money says they are. <laughs> Kings, 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 Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, Alabama, LSU, Michigan said they weren't a football school. Oh, I did. Michigan said it? Is a, real, I remember the academic
1: or, or whoever, the, the, the sports administrator or whatever at Ohio State said it. It was, it was like maybe my first or second year in college. And I was like, that's a full face lie. Like, I don't I know nothing else Ohio State but football. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the
0: point. Like, no one's a quote unquote football school, but the money says otherwise. But that's what I'm saying Ohio State does both. Ohio State is a very good academic institution, yeah. they do a lot of things in the community, they have a lot of top programs, they have one of the best business. And I, so, and what
1: blows my mind about this? These I
0: don't you
1: know, want to play ball with NIL or whatever, it's uh. You you, you, you like, in the commercials for your school and stuff like that, you're talking about making the best of yourselves and blah, 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 unless you're a football player, apparently, because I can't even, I can't even make the best of my experience at your program. You can make while, the best academically. Yeah, but I, I can't, I can't, because everybody else can have a job. Everybody else can make their own money while getting their their school, because if that was the case... If
0: you're a strictly academic thing, everybody going there will go there for free. Mm. Whoa. Time out now. You don't yeah. have money. Oh, you don't well, have money. no, 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 no. Because no. you're, you're strictly academic. Hey.
1: You're not a problem. You let school don't make a profit.
0: <laughs> Technically, no school makes a profit. <laughs> you no a profit. Said, oh, I need just a lot. The man just Because cause he spent all that money. got you know? a- they get spit on dumb stuff like a cryo chamber
1: for your football program that that apparently doesn't run
0: the school you know you know how it goes so again these are rumors we're not here to say it's true although it's very believable that Michigan would do something stupid like that yeah this would be dumb
1: as hell oh my god just
0: dumb yeah so I mean listen we don't know that it's going to happen I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if it happened uh be on the lookout. It could happen before this episode comes out. It could happen right after, but there's a very real chance, especially, um, well, I guess with the Raiders, it depends on if they make the playoffs or not. Uh, cause that job's going to take a little bit before you yeah. can start interviewing. So, uh, I, although technically not really because they don't have a coach. I don't know. Who knows? It may take a week or two depending on if they make the playoffs. We don't really know. We're not experts in that, but I'm just saying, don't be surprised if it happens. Um, so Jim Harbaugh potentially goes to the NFL. Uh, with that, we, we're going to take a, a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to you know, talk about really some kind of news things, coaching, hirings, firings, transfers, some, some smaller news stuff, and then we'll get into our pit stop. Uh, so we will be right back. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the I-70 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Williams, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. And we just spent the first half of this show, or really majority of this show, talking about the National Championship and Jim Harbaugh. So we're, we're going to continue on the train of coaches for a quick second. Um, by Ohio State standard, they had a terrible year. And so they, uh, they fired their offensive line coach. According to some people, which is actually my – according to some people, that's an overreaction. Um, But it's really not because at a program like Ohio State – let me ask you this question. If I told you that Ohio State hasn't had a first-round pick on the offensive line since 2018 and has only had two in the last 10 years or more – granted, this guy's only been here for six years – but they've only had two since 2016. They've only had one since this guy's been the coach. Do you think he's done a good job? Um, you
1: saying
0: is just first round
1: picks? Because you- I, I I'd say he did a he's done an all right job because like there have been I don't, I wouldn't say other offensive line coaches have been better. They've just been. Better office alliance around the country, like linemen, like in your the division. There's been better offensive linemen, They're not the division, but in conference. I wouldn't say it's the coach's fault. I just, I usually linemen, a lot
0: of linemen choose to go other places. So that's not the coach's fault. I, I it'd be more recruiting, which is the coach's fault.
1: Okay. I, doing, I, I, I think, again, that's, I, that's a head coach's problem.
0: No, it's More not. Vietnamese. No, it's not. Position coaches are the one that recruits. Uh-huh. You, you have you have 20-something players a year. The head coach doesn't recruit all 20 of them. The position coach does. Mm, okay. Well then. And he's been there longer than the head coach has. And I in his know. time... And, and the time since Ryan Day's been there, he's mm-hmm. had two first-round quarterbacks, which Ohio State's never had. This right. guy in six years, there's only one quarterback that plays. You You rotate between seven and ten linemen a year who play, and in his six years, he's had one first-round draft pick. If you're an Alabama fan, if Alabama went on a six-year drought without a first-round offensive lineman, would you think the coach is doing a good job?
1: That might be it. They're, we might be also
0: in a draw. I can't remember. If you are, it's going to end this year because you have the one or two the, best offensive tackle. One, in yeah. And actually it hasn't because wasn't their center last year, first round pick? No, you know, just, he he tore something before the national championship game. So that dropped. I think that dropped his stock.
1: So I think he ended up being like second or third round.
0: Well, either way, Alabama also has a new offensive line coach this year. Uh he's an ex NFL head coach. So you might, get
1: your, you might you might get your wish, bro. Miami up two touchdowns now.
0: Well, it doesn't matter because the Steelers needed to lose. We needed all oh. of that to happen. Oh sorry. It's done. Yeah. We need we needed all of that to happen. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe you're not as critical about it as I am, but as a program like Ohio state, Alabama, those programs, you can't go, I'm not saying you need to have one every single year. That's not always possible, but you're telling me you can go six years without a single player being taken in the first round at a position and a position where they always want to take first rounders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like to me, that just it is is a little surprising. I already knew that.
1: I already knew Ohio State had a drought in a first round offensive lineman drafts. So it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that shocking because I already knew. It is. It is. It is surprising. Like it does seem like out of character, but at this point, it's almost on brand.
0: You're more. You're more known for defensive linemen than you now. Right, because in six years the narrative can change, which is why the coach needs fired.
1: Amen.
0: That's the that's like that's the that's the point. Like you can't have a coach who doesn't m- produce high level talent at all. To enough to where you. Well, can I mean, you still high level talent.
1: Y'all, y'all, still you, you get first round running backs. Yeah,
0: so, so that doesn't then, matter. That's a different coach. Well, that, what I'm saying is,
1: it's like I wouldn't say it, it's like fabric because, like, what is what, what, what the next round is probably the second round. i will probably still be a high second round picks. It's just sometimes no, no. They, actually, they
0: actually they actually largely fall in third, fourth, and fifth round. Yeah, Oh
1: well, I wouldn't. I, I, again, that still could be while you're saying it could be the. Uh, O-line coach for Ohio State that could just be bad scouting from NFL coaches too because we've seen NFL coaches make bad decisions in yeah, drafting six, a player
0: six consecutive years Detroit is an issue. Detroit has made bad pick after bad pick after bad pick yeah but that's, but that's one program you're saying in six years, and a whole, years a whole, a whole, yes yeah no that, yes. Dante, you know you know that is not true if a coach can so, so you tell me, like, tell me, it's like the good team probably
1: don't even need an offensive lineman. So that cuts out... Every team
0: needs an offensive lineman. Yeah, the always not, go not, first. Yeah, but that's usually always for bad. It's usually for mid, mid to
1: bad teams. So, so like, so like when, 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 uh, when the Patriots are going on their run and they're usually high draft picks, they need an offensive line because they had one set in stone. Chicago, uh, Dallas has had their line set in stone for a minute now. They usually beat somebody up to, for like a backup, but they don't have to do that till later on in uh, later on in the draft. So that's why I'm saying like teams like that. Uh, just now, just just this year or last year, the Steelers O line became bad. We had a good line for the past six, seven years. We had one of the best. So I'm saying like most good teams, like high, high, like good to great teams, don't even need to draft that that uh, alignment that high. So that knocks out like. All of those teams that teams you mentioned,
0: all of those teams that you mentioned, especially the Cowboys, are built off of high drafted offensive linemen. Yeah, years know, ago though, I'm saying like years ago, ago they've some, had they no because some, no, some of them have been within six years.
1: Well, not for Dallas. Dallas had yeah, their offensive high. line, they've just been hurt. Dallas
0: has had their offensive
1: line set to stumble. Because how, how long has he been in the league, man? Like five years. Five forward. years. So I will have to say, all right, so no, he's been in there longer than four years. So for the past five years, for two years before that, they had their offensive line set in stone because Tony was thrown behind that line. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven,
0: eight. Okay. It's been eight years. Since he gets in the league? No. Since they've drafted a first round offensive tackle. But eight is not that much more than six. That's no, I'm saying for teams.
1: eight years, they didn't need to. So think of it. For like yeah, six or seven for teams, for eight years,
0: they haven't needed to. But what does that matter? And then so have to look, you have to look year, at it. Teams need starters. The Bucks last year, they drafted a first-round offensive tackle. He went all pro, and they won the Super Bowl. The Chargers this year, they drafted a first-round offensive tackle – He is going to go all pro. The Chiefs drafted a center really high, either first round or second round. He's already one of the best centers in the league. There are five positions. And for six years, five positions, you don't have one player who gets drafted in the first round. That is a bad coaching job. There's no way around it. That is a bad coaching job at a school like Ohio State. At a school like Alabama, at a school like all of these other places, you can't hit on one player. I just I just think it depends. Six
1: years. A lot of the time those those teams need like a lot of teams need something else besides because, Because it's like in the first round, there's 30, 30 picks, thirty two picks. And a
0: lot of them are offensive linemen that go in that first round. And I, I I don't know.
1: That's all Ohio, put, Ohio State runs a weird offense Offense offensive package as well. It's not really pro. Ohio, so State, runs,
0: was, Ohio State runs a pro-style offense.
1: Not very common pro-style. Because y'all run RPOs. And that's a lot of team. I do like running quarterbacks. And for some reason, the Steelers run with RPO. Got one of the oldest, slowest quarterbacks in the league running RPO. I get why you did it though. Like I get why they probably fired him. This is this, this is one of the worst years uh, Ohio State had on the offensive line, and they were still with it. I don't even think they gave up any sacks this year.
0: Five of the first thirty-two picks this year were offensive linemen. Five,
1: five picks out of
0: thirty-two. Definitely. Hold on, eleven of the top 51, 12 of the top fifty-three. That is a that is. Now we're in the second round, pick. though. We're in the second yeah. round. You were saying <laughs> first round. They haven't had, but you said high second. They don't have high second either, which was the point. Okay. Like it's if if a player gets drafted and like the 35th pick or like the 37th pick it's like oh that player could have been a first rounder and they just like someone else or they're mm-hmm. bad at drafting if a player doesn't get picked to the third round they were never a first round talent okay I, i'll give you that so that is bad i don't understand how you like. i don't understand how you don't think that that's bad to not have a first-round pick the entire time that you've been coaching, because I, I, Cause coach I just think Ohio there's just so because I was like, there's
1: just so many, there's just so many picks to go out. There's just a fine way of picks, and usually, you know, you're you, you get you have good office of linemen, but you just have better defensive players, better
0: skill players, and sometimes yeah, a better quarterback. Because- and that's because the offense, the quarterback's coach, the wide receiver's coach, and the defensive line coach are better coaches and recruit better. Which is why he has to be fired. Because he's not on the level of the rest of the staff. If right. You're not doing your job. You, We weren't even supposed to be on this this long. I didn't think you were going to disagree with a coach needing to be fired at a school as big and as good as Ohio State. For I, I, I didn't or disagree. A I just don't now. I would disagree. I just want to say I don't think it's
1: that I don't think your point of them not having a first round pick from that
0: position is I
1: don't think it's as much of a big deal as you're making it out to be.
0: It's absolutely a big deal because it oh. means that you are not excelling at a at one of the most important positions in football. Okay. So, okay. In so now, 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 so the position how are those offensive
1: Alignment uh, playing in the NFL when they do get drafted, whether it's the uh, the second, third, fourth round, like
0: are they pro bowlers or some of them are starters? Half of them are on the Bengals teams, and they all suck on the Bengals team. Like I, does I, I like, still mean,
1: that be coaching scheme. I just think the offense there isn't fully thought out. Full you were making
0: excuses on. like you're an Ohio State fan, and I don't like it. I'm telling you, he's just not that good. Okay. Like, he's not. And but the and the other thing with that is Ohio State's best players have always been centers and guards. He can't he does not recruit tackles. He does not draft tackles. He does not get tackles in the NFL. Those are the players who make the most money. Those are the players who every team needs, including my coach this year. And that's an issue. And I think Ohio State viewed it how you were viewing it, which is why he lasted for six years. Because they, they have, as a, as, a cohesive, as a cohesive unit, they have had good offensive lines, and they have had players drafted, albeit in the third and fourth round. And they probably thought it was good enough, but it clearly wasn't. And a year like this, especially when the talent starts to fall off, Especially when you don't have that guy who you recruited as the 300 or 400 or 500 player who ends up becoming a star randomly. When that doesn't happen, then you really start to see the flaws. And that's what's happening now. Next year, if Dewan Jones, who is one of their starting tackles, who is one of those guys who is recruited in like the thousandth player and turned into a starter, if he leaves, there's one five star offensive tackle on this roster. Like you can't have that at a program like Ohio State, at any position, to where there's no high four stars, high five stars, that it can that can come in and start, because you've lost all of them in recruiting.
1: Ohio
0: <laughs> State has Ohio State has a tackle who's been a four year starter, and no one thinks he's a first round pick.
1: Is that the oh, one that was giving that was giving up all those false stars That
0: one. Game? Yeah I think it was like seventy one yeah. or seventy-three. That guy's been a two year starter. Okay. The other guy played guard this year, which is another issue because why do you have a starter playing guard? Because you couldn't develop guard. Like, was it like, injuries? Now did you have no. injuries on the line this year? None? No. He no just couple things, nothing. He he chose to start four tackles instead of two tackles and two guards. Hmm. And that's why the offensive line was better. I mean me. I, I, I,
1: That is a bad idea. It's usually your tackle has your tackles have better footwork than your guards, so.
0: And guards are shorter and stout and can and can get under players yeah. um, on the inside. So either way, I don't know how that turned into a disagreement. I <laughs> was agree, but, but it does it does make a good point, though, because not everyone agrees with them firing him.
1: And yeah, I, I just say, don't including, yeah, yeah, I Michigan
0: just... Fans think it's an overreaction. I'm telling you right now, though, I fan, it's not. I because it's been, it's, six years is enough time to determine if you're a good coach. It's more than enough time. If this was a one-year thing... And it was like he, this was his second year on the job and they fired him. It's like, okay, so when it's six years, you've seen all of his problems. He barely recruits. He's not a good recruiter. He's getting older. He's missing out on players. Like, he's not turning players into high draft picks. Like, that's the entire job. Like, that's, like, like, that's everything that's on his job description, and you can't list one thing that he's really good at. Playing players out of position, like – like, there's, you, there's not one thing you can list that he's good at. That's enough to get fired. I, mean, I, mean, so, I, see, I see where you're coming and, from. In other Ohio State news, they, uh, they're the best wide receiver coach in the country, Brian Hartline, uh, who for some reason, Notre Dame thought they could steal from Ohio State, got a promotion, and he's now the passing game coordinator, um, which is just an excuse to give him more money yeah. because he deserves it and they don't want him to leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, this is something we're not going to talk long about, but I want to come back to when we do. Like, we'll come back to it in the off season mm-hmm. when we have time to like talk about these players, like more in depth and like research. But two teams who had uh, ancient quarterbacks yeah. now have new quarterbacks. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, I did. I was going to say. Uh, I know Nebraska, at least with the, 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 the Nebraska, should be happy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, who knows? Because here's, here's the thing with Nebraska we mm-hmm. don't know if Aiden Hutchinson, just Adrian uh, Martinez, was not as good as we thought, or if the coaching staff made him play worse. So there's a chance that Casey Thompson, who is the former Texas quarterback, uh, if he, there's a chance that he just comes in and they just make him terrible, but I mean, he probably went to Texas and I, it's
1: Texas' um, offensive game scheme is not
0: even it's it, it it's not even adequate. I know, which is I I'm I'm presenting all sides. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I'm just saying. We don't know if these coaches are good. So there's not, See, a, there's you, not you, 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 a, they'll have left, less turnovers.
1: They should have less
0: turnovers. Yeah, it's hard like, to from have from more <laughs> It's hard to have more turnovers than Adrian Martinez. That dude really? turnover me. That's Which what you should saying, that, be that, that, might just be, that could be
1: just just you know, like Adrian Martinez just might be like a bad decision maker like Russell Westbrook. Just,
0: yeah, just he make he also dumb decisions.
1: More, more. Yeah, so like
0: he might just have bad I hands. Know. I'm not disagreeing. I think they should be excited. I'm just saying I'm not ready to take back all the bad things I said about Scott Frost. But any Nebraska fans listening, you should be excited. I do think Casey Thompson is a pretty good quarterback. If I remember correctly, he has a couple of years of eligibility too. This is not just like a one-year thing. So if he's good, you could have had your quarterback for the next two or three years potentially. Yeah. Um, he has starting experience. He started at Texas this season for, for 10 games. Um, and he had, um, so uh, 2,100 yards for 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions, uh, 63% completion percentage. That's not amazing, but it's not bad. It's solid, especially if you have a good running game. I think he's going to have to throw more at uh, Nebraska than he did at Texas because Nebraska uh, Texas has a really good running back who they leaned on a lot, and so far I don't think Nebraska has one. So he might have to throw a little bit more, but, um, I mean, he's solid uh 24 and 9 um in 10 games like that's that's enough to where it shouldn't hurt you too too much yeah. so i think this is big news um nebraska you know as everyone knows cuz i hate it and keep talking about it nebraska has decided to give scott frost another year and this is well who knows how many years they decided to give him another chance is a better way to put it and this is a good way to start that new chance by going out and getting a quarterback who previously started at a big school um, and can make your fan base excited.
1: Right.
0: Uh, Indiana tried to do the same thing. I won't say that they landed as good of a quarterback, but they landed Connor Basilac from Missouri. It's probably a quarterback that people know a lot less of. Yeah. But he had 2,500 yards, 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions um, in 11 games this year. He completed 65% of his passes. Um, and essentially, if nothing else, he knock on wood, because we don't wish injury on nobody, he should be less injury prone than Michael Penix Jr., which should help. Yeah. Um, but
1: it's a step in the right direction for Indiana because they have way they have more problems than just that
0: exactly like it's so it's not like nebraska where it's like you genuinely feel like with a better coach a quarterback who doesn't throw the ball away nebraska's close yeah i'm not sure that i feel like indiana's close i just think they got really lucky in that covid year um but i mean like you said it's a step in the right direction they needed a quarterback they have one. they didn't we knew that the guy wasn't on the roster because michael Penix jr um Played was injured for most of the season, so we got to see their backup quarterbacks, and they were bad. Yeah,
1: they were so, injured, the, and they didn't win a lot of games. So no,
0: not at all. Been they barely
1: won, won games, like, plural. <laughs> at all. So, yeah. so
0: yeah, they bad. <laughs> you kind of want to just do this rapid fire for this this other news. Oh, yeah, that's why I put it there. Those are all rapid fire. All right, but... I, I felt like the, the quarterbacks were interesting, but the rest yeah. is just kind of just throwing it out there because I don't even know who half these people are. So yeah, that's just, what I'm saying. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is just news, just some things that have happened because I feel like we owe it to the Big Ten to we'll talk about it. Um, Illinois hired a new offensive coordinator. His name is Barry Looney Jr. Uh, he came from UTSA. Um Rutgers hires Minnesota's co-defensive coordinator. I'm not going to try to say his last name, Mm -hmm. Joe H. (laughs) Semik. I I wonder. I wonder if Uh, I got that right. I hope somebody tells me on like Monday or Tuesday if I got that right. Yeah, that why that is messing me up. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. It might be silent. It might be, it might, it might be yeah. strong. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Penn State's head strength coach retires. Penn State hires um, Stacey Collins from Boise State to be a defensive assistant. Um, oh, this is not on there because we've already talked about it, but they also hired Manny Diaz as defensive coordinator, so they're rebuilding right. their staff. Um, Northwestern hired a new quarterback's cornerbacks coach from Virginia tech and Ohio state is looking at Justin Fry who is the offensive line coach and offensive coordinator at UCLA to be their offensive line coach uh, since they just fired theirs. And obviously there's going to be other coaching changes. Um, This is really the time where that kind of stuff happens. You get some time to do interviews, exit interviews, talk to players, watch some film, um, like really think about the season. NFL's over in case you want an NFL assistant. Coaches get hired away, yada, 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 all that other kind of stuff. So in the next month, we'll probably have another news news section where we just kind of run down some things that are important. We can't touch on everything. Like some of these teams have coaches leaving for other jobs, and I didn't put that on here just because that's just in the weeds, and that's just a lot. So um, we'll try to highlight the things that are important uh, because – Coaches leaving, but more importantly, coaches being hired um, is very important. The one thing I didn't put on here uh, is that Nebraska hired an ex-LSU coach who is supposedly really, really good at recruiting and is a previous Nebraska quarterback. uh, Oh, okay. I messed that up. He's now their wide receivers coach, but a lot of people are excited about that. because he was supposedly a really good coach at LSU, and it was a good get to get him to come back to Nebraska. Um, so Nebraska is trying, so shout-out to so Scott Frost. You're going to be real mad, yeah, because you're going to be real mad if Nebraska turns it around next year. I'm not going to be mad because You yeah, because you know Scott frost gone. I don't care how
1: good they do. You still want him gone.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to be mad because— I Like, me being mad, I think, would make me a hater. I don't wish him bad. I just don't think he's a good coach. Right. So if they do good, I'll be surprised. I'm not going to be angry because the reason why I want him gone is because I want them to be good. So if he can turn it around, good for him. I just don't think he can. I'm just not sure that he's the guy. And I think they were stupid to give him another chance. Yeah, I I, I agree
1: with that. I agree with that. It was not the, the smartest decision. But I've seen dumber. So, hey, the Browns are going to stick with yeah. Baker, apparently. So, oh, God. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So, so, let's get into our pit stops and wrap this up. Um, my pit stop is short, so I'll go quick. Uh yours it looks like it's pretty short too. Yeah. I just think it's funny that Michigan fans think Ohio State is afraid of Harbaugh and wants him to leave when all of the mm-hmm. Ohio State people I follow exactly. All the Ohio yes. State people I follow want him to stay. Why would you be afraid of a coach that's one in five in the right? Yeah, that's the, most the Like they have a very, very high winning <laughs> record against him, like, <laughs> like, They never <barely> even <laughs> think about him for being obvious. <laughs> Literally, like, and it's just so funny. It's like y'all win one game and it's fine. Y'all whooped our ass. I get it. I will give you that credit. I'm not trying to take it away. But y'all win one game and think we're terrified of your coach now. <laughs> He's one spot. State, Michigan State
1: and Penn State not even terrified of him. No. Why would no. Ohio State be scared of him? Come on
0: now. No, nobody, nobody thinks this is gonna happen again next year. Especially
1: with no. all the, all the uh, even 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 I who thought that Michigan would win the game this year. There's no way they win winning it next year.
0: No. So, I just I just wanted to put that on there because I thought it was funny. It's just like, man, that one win made y'all delusional. Yeah. Like, you think we're afraid of him? Like, you honestly, you like... know what reminding me
1: of? You know how oh. the browser when that one video came and then look at him now?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah. ah, Steven, Steven, uh, Kevin Stefanski the best coach in the league. We got Baker. We got Nick Chubb. We're going to win it all next year. And then they, like, win, like, six games or something like that. They
1: were, they were the first team in the AFC North to be eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay.
0: laughs> just say Just say it. Let me you no right after Pathetic. That's 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 very sad so yeah. I, just, I just wanted to put that on there for a good little laugh because it's like oh, mistake, <laughs> especially if jim harbaugh leaves good god oh, man, that leave. be really bad. Yeah. because at <laughs> the end of the day as much crap as i talk about jim harbaugh he is still a good coach like he, yeah. he's, he's had his issues i think he's a better nfl coach than college but he's a good coach there's no guarantee the coach that they hire mm-hmm. after him is any good, and they've lost all their good players, so that's gonna yeah. be interesting. It's gonna be bad. Yeah. Well, um, what is your pit stop? My pit stop is that TJ Watt should win Defensive
1: Player of the Year this year. Um, he tied Michael Strahan in, in this game. Now I might have missed it; he might have broke the record, but I'm 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 quite positive all he did was tie the record today with 22 and a half sacks <laughs> uh, for uh, for a season. So. He should be joining his big brother and being a defensive player of the year. I think TJ's better than JJ. That's just me. Uh, uh i because uh, he's, he's been more reliable in the amount of time, the same amount of time. Because I think TJ, I think even JJ had like season injury injuries in his first few years where TJ's only had like nagging ones. So I think he's better. And um, he should be winning D for the player here and be winning with a landslide. If they if he don't win this unanimously, somebody a hater.
0: Yeah, so I don't agree with everything that you said, but I understand why you say it. Yeah. I'm not ready to say that he's better than his brother. And, and this is, you can say this is unfair because maybe it is, but TJ plays on a much better defensive line than JJ has ever played on, so I would like to see him do it. Like, T- like it's hard for TJ to get double teamed because you have to. Hold on, listen. I'm not saying he is not getting double teamed because he is clearly the best player. I'm just saying it is hard to get all the attention that some of these other pass rushers get because there are other good pass rushers on the Steelers. So a lot of the things that he gets, he gets a lot of cleanup sacks and some stuff like that because Cam Hayward's a dog. There are other good players on the offensive defensive line. That does not mean he shouldn't be Defensive Player of the Year. That's not what I'm saying. I just don't know if I agree that he's better than his brother because J.J. was doing the same thing with scrubs. Nah, because he had uh, Clowney. J.J. Clowney. a Scrub. Nah, he wasn't, a, he wasn't. Yes, Clowney has been a scrub his entire career. I would say he's been. He has never, but he's he has never lived up to his potential. Yeah, he had good season in He is, a, very, he he has, is a, he had a good season in Seattle. He's a very good run defender, and he is an average pass rusher, and has been his entire career. Nobody, nobody. because no, I can't, I can't fully agree with that because
1: I think T.J. made Devin Bush. Uh, uh, uh I, that's probably the wrong name, and I also think he made um, uh, what's the name that went to Tennessee? Or, I can't think of his name. And, uh, 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 Highsmith for uh, that plays for us now. That's that they're all good because TJ gets all the attention. Because even now, because even now that TJ gets all the attention, Cameron Hayward still only getting like two sacks a season, two or three, four sacks a season.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think it works. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying I'm not ready to say he's better than his brother because that all works together they have good players at a lot of positions on that line and it helps him as much as he helps them. Okay. He's clearly the better one. I'm just not ready to say he's better than JJ. Mm-hmm. I would I don't know if you put him in Houston he does to the same level. And maybe instead of 20 it's 13 like he's not going to be a scrub, but JJ got 20 in Houston. Like I, I just think that's a little different. But the injuries are are an interesting point. I do think up until the last couple of weeks, I thought someone else was going to win Defensive Player of the Year, and then he had four sacks because the Browns are terrible. He tied the record. I think you know there was a good chance he should have won it last year. So I would be surprised I if he, he should have won it last year. year. I, I, I think I still disagree. I, I, Aaron Donald's different, so but you know nah, I hey, think hey, this hey. is his year. He it it should it should be it this year. I think he should have won it last
1: year. He should be going for back to back defensive player years, but that's fine. I think um, the only person that was um, in the running with him all season until about a week ago was Miles Garrett, and then Miles missed like two games. And I think it was it was leaning towards TJ for most of the season, and then of course he had the fourth sack game against the Browns. Which you know, and then Miles Garrett only had a tackle, so it was like, Yeah, it's yeah. that, that, it for you, yeah.
0: You know, and I, so I They actually, were trying to give it to uh
1: Parsons in uh, Dallas, and I'm like, Nah, bro, he'll he win rookie,
0: yeah. Let him, let him get rookie, I think. I mean, and yeah, he's he's done some really good stuff, but um, uh, I my Miles Garrett had my vote up until like the last two weeks, so um. But before we close out, I just have one question. Where do you fall on records don't count because there's a – records don't count or should be looked at differently because there's a 17th game? Because if there was only 16, he wouldn't have got it. He got it in 16. No, he didn't. This is game 17. Yes, but he's only played 16 games. Oh, okay. So that doesn't count for him. It's It's still a valid question. So, But in general, like if people are you know, receiving record this week, like how do you feel about people who say records shouldn't count or should be looked at a little bit differently because they got it in 17 games versus 16? Uh, I think it's still legitimate,
1: especially with this year because there's been people in and out of, out of the lineups because of either COVID or injury. So no team has really had a co- the cohesive, had their starters there every week. So I think it's still impressive. Especially like in Cooper Cup situation, I think uh the, the, his uh, his co-star or his co his co-receiver uh, on uh, in that uh in that on that team got hurt what four or five weeks ago and he's still been balling. Uh, Robert Woods got towards ACL or, or I know he got hurt like weeks ago, so he's still doing good. I I I can't be mad that they added a seventeenth game. Um, at least after this season because of injuries and uh, COVID. Maybe after a few years, they're just well, yeah, they had some." Because even with the NBA, not uh, so like not everybody had, has played eighty-two seasons or eighty-two games in the season you still sit out some games and you still are able to break, break a record. So I, I feel like it, it, it should count.
0: That's fair. I was just curious. I don't know where I fall on it. I understand why people say that. And I think that, you know, um, there's, it's dope that, you know, someone got the record in one less game, but it's still not easy to do. So I do think you should still at least respect it. Yeah. Um, especially cause some of these records are like really, really high. Um, and so twenty-two I mean, yeah. sacks but is a do, lot of sacks. I don't care if you yeah. did it in seventeen
1: games or sixteen games; that's still a lot of sacks.
0: Yeah. So especially for somebody
1: that's probably yeah, by the time you get to fifteen, like all right, man, we just gonna start double, triple teaming you at this line.
0: Yeah. Now I think if we get to like eighteen and nineteen games, which they that's insane. Least, almost they're they're almost guaranteed to go to eighteen in the next ten years. Everyone said that they've tried to go to 18 for a while, and Ugh. so they went, to, they went to 17 as like a test That's or whatever. You know, That's But the like long-term games. goal is to go to 18. And honestly, having an odd number of games is weird, uh, and they have to do some weird stuff with scheduling. I would bet money right now within 10 years. I don't think it happens immediately, but within 10 years, which is probably the length of two CBAs, they get to 18 games. That's the, Ugh, at least that's, that's too the, many that games. A, yeah.
1: I think that's too many games. It, oh, oh unless
0: well, they're going to just make it Then there, is going to be just two preseason games? Well, they'll probably do that, and they'll add another week. So you'll get two buys, I think is what's going to happen. Which means the season... Oh, yeah, then I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that what if you get two do. buys, then. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. The season's going to be 20 weeks long. You'll get 18 games, two buys.
1: Okay, I'm not. I'm not totally mad at it if you get two buys. It's still too many games. I think, in my opinion, because football is way too. It's just way too big of a contact sport to play that many weeks. But if you do get two buys, then I can. I can see. I can see it is. Oh man, figuring that out is gonna be hell because it's like, do you give? Who, who who got a really early buy this year and didn't have to play the rest of their games? Like they had like a buy in like week four, something like that.
0: Well, the Colts didn't have a buy until like week 14. Yeah, that or like that, or like that, where it's way too
1: long. It takes too long. You either get a buy really early. I think that was the Ravens. They got a buy really a- early. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, they had to uh, play the rest, of the, the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, so I think, I do think there's a, a little bit of credit to, you know, if if you really needed that one. But also, it's like Adrian Peterson should have had the record in 16 games, and they stopped running him. So if you would have given him a seventh record, he would have knocked the record out the park. Yeah, and he's ten yards away or whatever, and they just stopped giving him the ball, which was stupid. So well, like, I, I can he he said say he plays. didn't want
1: to. I, I could have sworn that was like a personal decision. He said he didn't I, and want it's to break
0: I it. It's yeah. He's dumb, and he can tell. He can listen to this and find out that he's dumb. He should have wanted to break it, but yeah. whatever. Being second place is cool. (laughs) Being (laughs) second place is always cool. Just like missing the playoffs, because you lose to the freaking three and fourteen uh jaguars. Uh and with that, (laughs) that, and that's that's, that's, (laughs) and 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 that's how we're ending the episode. Pure outrage. So, as always, thank you for traveling i-70 with us this week. If you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review and mention Dante and I. Um, you can find me on Twitter at jordanw three three zero and Dante. Where can they find you?
1: Dante M ten two one six. That's pure guessing right now.
0: Yeah, that was right. I don't oh, know why. let go. It's All right, like, bro. I don't know. Whatever. They, uh, we appreciate y'all for listening. We'll catch you next week for the first round of our uh, Big Ten postseason tiers.